It is now 10.15, and we have given Comcast ample time to catch up. And uh, we are going to call this meeting of November 28, 2017 to order. Please stand for the, please stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. To be led by none other than Commissioner Nan Rich. It is customary in these chambers that we observe a moment of silence for those brave men and women serving both here and abroad, as well as any in our community that have passed. Commissioners at this time, do you have someone that you'd like to recognize? Commissioner Holness. Let me thank all of you who have uh, offered prayers and sympathies and condolences to my staff for supporting me and all of those who have this past couple of weeks. Uh, my son, David Andrew Holness, passed. He's uh, a great kid. He worked uh, as an auto technician, was the lead auto technician, was the union rep for a shop, owned his own home, 28 years old. Someone who was very happy and jovial. In fact, a couple of months ago, Commissioner Bogan, he was in my office talking about your nice big hairstyle. Uh, uh, he, he gave a lot, uh, supported his co workers. They, they really, grief of his losses, that's my, myself and my family. Uh, he was an organ donor. As a result of his being an organ donor, donating his heart, lung, kidneys, pancreas, liver. Five people uh, lived through successful transplants. The uh, funeral will be this Saturday at uh, 1 o'clock at the Open Bible Church in Lauderdale Lakes. Uh, my office will have that information also. Again, thanks to all of you for uh, your sympathies and condolences and your support. Thank you, Commissioner Holness. Commissioner Lamarca. Thank you, Mayor. I think we all joined together and showing our uh, sympathies to Commissioner Holness. It's a tremendous loss, um, but a but a but a creation and, and saving of five lives is, is an amazing thing. There were um, a couple of people that I'd like to remember today, if we could, um, response to the United States Navy reporting the loss of two Floridians, Lieutenant Stephen Combs and Airman Apprentice Brian Grasso. Following a C-2 Greyhound crash on Wednesday, Lieutenant Combs served on the USS Ronald Reagan as part of the carrier Air Wing 5, an aviation ordinanceman. Airman Apprentice Gross was assigned to the Ronald Reagan as well. Both Floridians lost their, their lives in, in an accident uh, just this past week. Also want to remember a, uh, a pioneer in our community, uh, an inventor, uh, somebody who was involved in politics, somebody who was involved in developing 
Deerfield Beach. Uh, we lost a, a gentleman in, uh, in Broward County, uh, David Eller uh, from the MWI Corporation and the Eller family. Uh, his funeral was yesterday and uh, will be certainly missed. Thank you. Commissioner Ryan. I would like to recognize Bishop S.F. McElhaney Mahi, who passed away on November 19th at the age of 45. He was a local leader in the LGBTQ community and was the youngest person ever commissioned as a pastor in the history of the United Fellowship Church. He was an artist and activist and a founder of Black Gay Pride in South Florida. Bishop recently served on the Broward County Human Rights Board and lent a voice of leadership for Broward's growing transgender community. To my knowledge, he is the first transgender person to serve on the Human Rights Board. The celebration of the bishop's life will be held on Sunday, December 3rd at 4 p.m. at the Sunshine Cathedral in Fort Lauderdale. We send our deepest condolences to the friends, family, and loved ones of the bishop and mourn his passing. Thank you, Commissioner Ryan. Are there any other commissioners? Commissioner Holness, where our thoughts and prayers continue to be with you and your family and your loss. With that, we'll have a moment of silence. Thank you. You may be seated. This morning, um, I'm sure that all of you in our audience heard the music coming from the speakers. That was compliments of Vice Mayor Furr. He selected the music, and his first selection was A Wonderful Day by U2. Beautiful. They said Wonderful Day. Okay, well, I, I thought it was a beautiful day, and it is. And the second selection was Signed, Sealed, and Delivered by Stevie Wonder. <laughs> I think that both of those are very appropriate for today. Um, we do have a Broward Means Business proclamation this morning. The proclamation will be presented to Mr. Rob Cornaherons um, of Advanced Green Technologies. Could you please come to the podium and join me? This proclamation reads, whereas established in 2007 by Rob Cornerherons, Corner, Cornerans. Cornerans, Advanced Green Technologies is an award-winning solar energy contractor with 410 employees specializing in the design, procurement, and construction of rooftop, carport, and solar farm solutions for clients throughout North America and the Caribbean. And whereas AGT is a sister company to Advanced Roofing Inc., Florida's premier commercial re-roofing company since 1983, and its headquarters are located in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, where the company employs 20 full-time solar professionals, and whereas AGT holds NABCEP, RISE, 
and LEED accreditation, and has been recognized by Solar Power World Magazine as a top commercial solar contractor in North America from 2012 to 2017. Additionally, AGT has earned multiple first place honors in sustainability from the Florida Roofing and Sheet Metal Association Star Awards program from 2013 to 2016. And whereas to ensure renewable energy's policy ad adoption on a level Mr. Cornerherons has sat on the board of the Broward County Climate Change Task Force since its inception in 2010. The task force is charged with developing recommendations for a coordinated countywide strategy to mitigate the causes and address the local implications of global climate change. And whereas the following, the success of AGT, Mr. Oh Cornerens ventured into other areas of renewable energy and helped to develop a revolutionary new solar technology called Power Panel, the only solar panel on the market for producing both solar, thermal, and photovoltaic energy. And whereas flagship installations in Broward County include Hollywood City Hall rooftop solar, Florida Atlantic University rooftop solar, John U. P Lloyd Park solar farm, JM Family Headquarters rooftop solar, Moss Construction solar carport, and Resolve Marine solar carport. And whereas AGT has received numerous awards and recognitions, including first place in sustainability from the Florida Roofing and Sheet Metal Association Star Awards program, the Lockheed Martin Florida solar carport installation in 2016. Hello. And in 2016, and the Solar Power World Top Solar Contractor from 2012 to 2017. Now, therefore, be it proclaimed by the Board of County Commissioners of Broward County, Florida, that the Board hereby designates Tuesday, November 28, 2017, as Broward Means Business Advanced Green Technologies Day in Broward County, Florida. Well, that was uh, very long and wonderful, but thank you. <laughs> anyway, I thought I heard my song, Fiddler on the Roof. So uh, anyway, I got, I'm, I'm proud to say I've lived in Broward County for 35 years. My twin boys, who are my partners today, are 34, and I'm blessed to have them in my business and all my associates. You know, we, they, they brought me the vision to get in the solar business in 07, and um, that's, that's how succession goes on, and we're, we're really proud to be able to contribute to... Uh, to help in the environment and installing these projects. But I'd really like to take my hat off to the commission when they had the foresight to start the climate change task force. And really, you know, they're the one of the leading counties in the country as far as the environment and everything else. And it all the leadership in this room and, and prior leadership is just unbelievable. Uh, Vice Mayor Fur, who's soon going to be mayor, and I'm proud that I'm here on the same day you're getting that. But uh, he's been our leader for the last few years. And, uh, the leadership in this county is just unbelievable. The staff led by Dr. Horado and all the other ones are just phenomenal. So proud to be a resident, proud to be, have my business here. A great place to work, live, and have fun. Thank you. At this time, next on our agenda 
is our esteemed Congresswoman, Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Come on down. Thank you so much, Madam Mayor. I'm not sure whether you want to remain with me or re rejoin your colleagues, but. I can rejoin my colleagues. Okay. okay, wonderful. Madam Mayor, members of the commission, uh, first let me say, Commissioner Holness, what a heartbreak and how much our community's hearts and my personal condolences go out to you and your family. I know how much your family means to you and, uh, and how much pride you had in your son, and so my, my deepest sympathies. Um, it's, a particularly, it's a particular joy to be able to, to join the county commission as we honor the service of our mayor for the second time, Barbara Sharif, and celebrate the, uh, the, the incoming mayor, Beam Fur. And it's really nice to see three of my former colleagues, former state senator and house member Nan Rich, former state representative Tim Ryan, and former state house member and senator Steve Keller. Um, there, there, there is a future after the legislature, <laughs> as, we, as, we can all, as we can all see. Uh, so hope you're enjoying yours, and, uh, and it's been wonderful to, to watch all of you uh, steer the ship of Broward County. One of the great privileges that I have as a member of the United States Congress is the opportunity to enter into the congressional record, which is the official record of the proceedings of the United States House of Representatives that is documented and kept for the entirety of American history. And what I had the privilege of doing, Madam Mayor, is honoring your service as our mayor for the past year by entering a statement honoring you into the congressional record, which I did so on October 23rd. And oh if you would give me the privilege, I'd like to, to read it to you and those assembled okay. now. Honoring Mayor Barbara Sharif, the Honorable Debbie Wasserman Schultz of Florida and the House of Representatives on October 23, 2017. Mr. Speaker, it's my privilege to recognize my good friend, the Honorable Barbara Sharif of Miramar, Florida, on her successful tenure as mayor of Broward County. Mayor Sharif is the first African-American woman, as well as the first Muslim, to serve as Broward County mayor. She was first elected to the nine-member county commission in 2010, was elected mayor by her fellow commissioners in November 2013, and was re-elected in 2015. As mayor, she oversees Broward County's $4.3 billion operating budget, which operates the Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport, Port Everglades, and a variety of regional services such as parks, libraries, public works, and transit. Mayor Sharif has focused her mayoralty on the theme of Broward means business. Mayor Sharif understands that small business is the backbone of our economy and has steadfastly highlighted and promoted county programs to, to ensure they succeed and thrive. To that end, she has begun every commission meeting by recognizing the civil, civic leadership of one business in Broward County. As she concludes her second term, Mayor Sharif continues the county's tradition of hosting the Mayor's Gala to raise funds for United Way's Mission United program, helping veterans transition from active duty to civilian life. In addition to making Broward County a better place for all business, Mayor Sharif manages her own business, South Florida Pediatric Home Care, Inc., which she built from the ground up. She holds both a Master of Science in Nursing and Advanced Registered Practitioner Degree from Florida, Nurse Practitioner Degree from Florida International University and is pursuing a Doctorate of Nursing Practice. In addition to her role as mayor, business owner, and student, she is also the mother of five children, Amanda, Zach, Alyssa, Maya, and Haley. Mayor Sharif is an extraordinary public servant whom I am proud to have worked alongside for the betterment of the residents of Broward County. I thank her for her dedicated service 
and I wish her much success in all her future endeavors. So, Madam Mayor, it is, uh, is truly a privilege to be able to have honored you on the floor of the United States House of Representatives. What, I, what, what this did not say is that uh, your difficult, your, your year as mayor was not only marked by triumph, but obviously marked by difficulty. At the start of 2017, so many of us know that we had a tragedy in the mass shooting at Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport in which the mayor had to deal with a crisis that no community uh, sh should have to deal with, and she did a tremendous job. And then as she concludes her tenure, no mayoralty uh, would, be, uh, would be truly complete without getting hit by a major hurricane, and, uh, and she became a ubiquitous presence on TV regularly throughout the lead-up to, to, to Hurricane Irma, which thankfully avoided us given the original planned path, and helped make sure that Broward County residents remain safe and informed, and it's just a privilege to be able to honor you and to call you my friend. Congratulations. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you. I finished my doctorate. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't Incoming Mayor Furr, look forward to working with you and good luck. I just have one thing to say. Hurricane Irma bought about lots of things, but also the finish to my doctorate degree. So October the 13th, I actually finished. So I, that's okay. I have a doctor of nursing practice now, but thank you. Thank you. Before I move any further, who's ever in control of the temperature of this room? I mean, it is hotter than here than outside. So please bring it down. Help us out here. Well, I need to get through the state of the county without passing out from heat. So please turn it down. Um, this morning, ladies and gentlemen, I will present the state of the county as required by our county charter followed by the selection of a new mayor and vice mayor. After a brief recess, we'll reconvene and finish the remainder of our meeting, which is very, very short. Please cue the slides. It is my distinct honor and pleasure to present the public and board of county commissioners the 2017 State of the County Address. What a year this has been. When elected to serve as mayor, the year always begins with optimism and an ongoing commitment to provide and plan for prosperity, economic development, and the good and welfare of our residents and visitors. Our county workforce, some 6,000 strong, engage daily to provide services and protection to our community. But there are some things 
that no matter how much you prepare, you cannot foresee. This year, we survived turbulence and tragedy. On January the 6th, a tragedy beyond our imagination occurred at the Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport when a lone gunman shot and killed five people and wounded six others. The mourning of the victims and their families continues to this day. Ten months later, we are stronger, wiser, and after extensive outside independent review and study, we are safer in our security methods and practices, not only at our airport, but all county government buildings. Through continued collaboration and coordination, we strive every day to ensure that we are doing the very best we can to protect the lives of our residents and visitors, enhance public safety, and defend public property. Together, we have recovered and resumed operations, staying on the course to become one of the fastest growing large hub airports in the country. Further testing our strength this year was Hurricane Irma, who carried a powerful punch when it made landfall in Broward County on September the 10th. We prepared early for what was at first a Category 5 hurricane, and through it weakened as it approached. It caused damage to many areas along with widespread power outages, some flooding, and mountains of debris. Many households continue to recover from damage caused by this powerful storm. As the mayor of Broward County, I am most proud of our ability to plan early and react quickly. We evacuated our coastal and low-lying areas, opened shelters, and set a curfew to prepare for the worst. Our emergency management operations, along with all of our county agencies, set in progress the emergency processes that we practice year-round. And again, together we conquered this potential crisis. After Hurricane Irma, all county roads were, were passable within 48 hours, and the initial debris were picked up and completed within four weeks. These were not easy times for our community, but we remain steadfast and resilient. We resolved to overcome, and in a short period of time, we emerged stronger and wiser, better prepared to face future challenges, both small and of enormous magnitudes. With this in mind, I am so proud to report to you today that the state of this county is excellent. Our economic in indicators are strong, in many cases, leading the entire state. We say Broward means business, and our numbers prove it. Our unemployment rate in Broward County dropped like a rock in September, and a 3.3% a is the lowest that it's been in more than a decade, down from 3.9% in August and 4.8% from a year ago. Our jobless rate is the lowest in the Tri-County area and below the state unemployment rate of 3.8%. This year, this past year, along with our economic development partners, more than 2,500 jobs were retained. Over the last 18 months, the partnership reported activities resulting in a projected capital investment of more than $438 million. The projected new job creation will generate new wages in Broward County of at least $227.3 million, and the projected direct capital investment will generate an economic impact of $365 million. To keep this economic momentum going, our focus on business development resulted in the certification of 160 new firms in our local small business programs. We are actively monitoring over 250 projects with small business participation. The total dollars paid to date to certify firms working on county projects this fiscal year is nearing 5.3 million. 
Commissioners successfully passed a balanced budget for fiscal year 2018 overall, and the 4.8 billion tax and non-tax supported budget increased slightly more than 1% from the year before with the property tax remaining the same as fiscal year 2017. The budgets for county agencies increased 25 million and addresses critical community priorities, such as opening the expanded Broward Addiction Recovery Center to help respond to the opioid crisis, providing additional resources for human services programs and paratransit, increasing Zika prevention efforts, additional funding for elderly home care, environmental programs, libraries, and expansion of the county's affordable housing program. The general fund budgets for the Broward Sheriff's Office, property appraiser, and supervisor of elections increased by 33.5 million, including an additional 7.5 million for BSO to provide courthouse security and consolidated dispatch services. The Broward County Commission is committed to investing in our economic engines to drive our economy forward. I'm proud to report that our seaport, airport, and tourism industry is thriving, a prime indicator of the economic strength we now enjoy. Our strategic planning and forethought is paying off. Our local economy has turned the corner. Port Everglades is an economic powerhouse. Our seaport handled 1.08 million TEUs in cargo during its 2017 fiscal year, surpassing the, the fiscal year 2015 record of 1.5% and fiscal year 2016 levels by 4%. Earlier this year, the commission approved the largest expansion in the port's history, valued at $437.5 million, which involves the addition of new berths for larger cargo ships and the installation of crane rail infrastructure for new Super Post Panamax cranes. The South Port Turning Notch Expansion Project will lengthen the existing deep water turnaround area for cargo ships from approximately 900 feet to 2,400 feet, allowing for up to five new cargo berths. Cruise passengers will also note changes in Port Everglades as we gain, invest in service improvements to accommodate our growing industry. A newly negotiated long-term agreement with Royal Caribbean Cruises includes a 114 million redesign and modernization of Cruise Terminal 25. The renovation includes adding a second floor check-in and additional waiting areas. The state-of-the-art facility paves the way for the arrival of Celebrity Cruises, the Celebrity Edge which is being touted as the cruise industry's most futuristic vessel, expected to arrive in Broward County in December of 2018. If you have not already purchased your tickets, you should do so. I'm on that ship. <laughs> Broward County's Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport is on track to surpass 32 million passengers this year, which should be the fourth consecutive year of double-digit growth in international traffic. Total passenger traffic for June was 2.6 million people, up by 13.8%. Domestic traffic was up by 9.3%. International traffic was up by 33.7%. And June was the 39th consecutive month of growth in total passenger traffic. Our growth and success is fueled by new airline service and destinations. Spirit, Southwest, and Allegiant all added new domestic routes this year. British Airways has begun nonstop service to London, which connects the travelers to an additional 150 destinations throughout the world. Emirates Airlines also chose our airport for international daily flights. Accommodations are always improving at our airport. Hi, Commissioner Udine. Um, travelers now enjoy the new state-of-the-art Terminal 1 in Concourse, Concourse A, which was opened in July. 
That's us smiling away. That's an amazing um, improvement to our airport. The elliptical cord concourse design has added five new gates, restaurants, shops, and new U.S. Customs and Border Protection facility to expedite the processing time for arriving international flights. Currently, Southwest and Silver Airlines provides international service from Concourse A. Capital projects completed this year include the construction and opening of the new Broward County Courthouse, the full building renovation of the Broward County Judicial Complex, mid-rise building, and full operations of the new Animal Care and Adoption Center. This year, the Water and Wastewater Services Division completed neighborhood improvements to all of the 65 planned projects. The program originally started in 1995 and involved costs of approximately $750 million. Conventioners and Visitors Bureau. Tourism remains strong this year despite the onset of Hurricane Irma. I am happy to report that our visitor numbers for the domestic market for 2016 was more than 12 million visitors, up by 4% from 2015. Additionally, we have new international visitors numbers, 1,015,000 excluding Canadian travelers. This is an increase of 13% over 2015, while overseas visitation to the United States saw a decrease of 2.1%. Broward County is extremely fortunate to be bucking a downward trend that the rest of the nation is experiencing. The summer vacation like a VIP program, VIP promotion resulted in hotel bookings up 31% over the summer of last year. New marketing and branding campaigns included the launch of the Hello Sunny TV around the clock digital television network with Facebook live integration and on-demand programming. A new world welcome campaign named Greater Together celebrates the diversity of Broward's residents and visitors. And my favorite, the new Greater Fort Lauderdale Hello Sunny merchandise, really? Okay. In the first nine months of this year, hotel occupancy tied with Key West for the second highest in the state at 78% behind Orlando, 79.5%. Um, moving people around, whether they be residents or tourists, is a priority of this commission. Broward County Transit provided a combined system-wide total of over 32 million passenger trips, which included nearly 29 million fixed bus routes passenger trips, more than 2 million community bus passenger trips, and 806,274,000 paratransit trips in fiscal year 2017. BCT also took delivery of and put into passenger service 22 new MV1 paratransit vehicles to help meet the growth in ridership within the paratransit program. To further improve customer service, real-time passenger service was implemented this year at the West Regional and Broward Central Terminal. This system includes the route number and expected travel time of the next bus. Broward's innovative public transportation B-cycle bike sharing program operates in six cities and is the only countywide bike share program in the U.S. This active transportation system currently has over 1,770 annual members. This year, residents and visitors took over 41,000 bike rides on Broward B-cycles, riding 151,366 miles on the bikes and reducing over 146,000 pounds of carbon emissions on this active form of transportation. What about the pounds they lost? I rode the bike, I didn't see any. But um, <laughs> providing affordable housing for Broward's residents is a challenge that was met with much success this past year. The completion of Franklin Park Estates development provided 18 new single family homes in Broward Municipal Services District.
Plans are also in the works for the development of 40 new single family homes in partnership with nonprofit developers in the BMSD. This past year, commissioners also provided, they also approved the land use portion of the Broward Next. This plan tool addresses major issues such as climate change, multimodal transportation, affordable housing redevelopment, protection of our natural resources, and pre and post disaster planning as we look to a prosperous and resilient future. Now I know why Marty Keir read this a week early. Um, hey, Marty. After nearly two decades of planning, Broward County successfully completed the Segment 2 Shore project, pro Protection Project. In total, the project placed approximately 1 million tons of sand along the beaches of Pompano, Lauderdale-by-the-Sea, and Fort Lauderdale. In May 2017, the County Commission took progressive action to support climate adaptation planning with the approval and creation of a future conditions map series. This innovation effort begins with a future conditions wet season, average groundwater map. These actions ensure proper accounting for climate change and sea level rise impacts as we plan for the future. The county has continued to lead in the celebration of diverse environmental programs with record attendance for the 15th annual Water Matters Day event, hosting of 36th annual coastal cleanup and implementation of, one, of year one of the Broward PACE program, realizing more than 10,085 energy efficient renewable energy and hurricane protection projects across the county, totaling 42.4 million investment and saving an estimated 3.9 million kilowatts of energy. Next month, Broward will host the ninth annual Southeast Florida Regional Climate Leadership Summit this December 2017. The theme of the business of resilience is highlighting the critical juncture in our collaboration with the business community, having agreed that both the public and private sectors must both pursue resilience to foster further economic development and long-term environmental sustainability. Broward County Commissioners continue to invest in programs that provide a strong social safety net to care for the homeless, the mentally ill, elderly veterans, and animals. Our county's ability to assist the homeless got a big boost this past year with the HUD Continuum of Care Program Bonus Project Awards totaling $10.7 million. Projects funded with this grant money include 690 permanent, 112 rapid rehousing, and 25 transitional beds, 827 beds total with related supportive services to Broward's homeless population. Most importantly, these new funds will create a minimum of 46 new permanent supportive housing beds for chronically homeless persons in partnership with Broward County Housing Authority and Broward County Housing Solutions. The Broward Elderly and Veterans Services Division awarded more than $7.3 million in state grant funds for over the past year. These grants allow people to remain in their homes instead of requiring a high level of care such as a nursing home. More than 1,600 veterans and their families were provided assistance in filing for federal VA benefits, and these approved claims had an annualized value of more than 12 million this year. Broward's Family Success Centers provides near services of nearly 1,200 households, spending 1.3 million to help stabilize families who needed help with rent or mortgage payments, utilities, and job training. Broward County is addressing the national opioid crisis with innovative and forward-thinking programs. The Broward Addiction and Recovery Center implemented an outpatient detox program using medication, assisted treatment, allowing clients to receive medication and treatment at the same time as a service to the community 
BARC makes Narcan kits available to BARC clients and family members. More than 625 kits were distributed thus far. Broward County also hosted the Mayor's Opioid Summit to exchange information with all community partners to fight this epidemic that has swept the nation. Animal care. This past year, animal care and adoption successfully transitioned all operations to the new state-of-the-art animal shelter and adoption center. Through the sterilization programs, more than 12,500 pets in fiscal year 17 have been spayed or neutered. The 2017 fiscal year concluded with more than 100,000 licenses sold. As a result, $708,000 in additional revenue generated will be transferred into the Sterilization Trust Fund for fiscal year 2018. Parks and Recreation. As this commission strives to set policy that results in quality public services, we are keenly aware that the quality of life services are utmost of the utmost importance to our residents and visitors. County Parks this year welcomed 11.4 million people, up 2% from the year before. New services included the opening of a multiple up, up outdoor fitness exercise facility, in which you can see um, Commissioner Tim Ryan using quite frequently, the micro apiary at Tradewinds Park, and the Marine Environmental Education Center at Carpenter House. Libraries. Broward County Libraries added a vast array of new services, including music streaming to library customers at no cost and expanding the library streaming and downloading music services to Broward County Transit. Thank you, Vice Mayor Furr. You could see him at any point in time with his headphones listening to music there. The Division's Veterans Connect project puts mobile internet access in the hands of active military veterans and their dependents. The library, through lending hotspots, creates avenues to bridge the digital divide and opportunities for members of the military to access the library's resources and other service agencies in creating a smooth transition to civilian life. This service streamlines access to information that veterans need to further educate and, and, and gain employment resources. And the new Active Learning Center for our communities, babies, and toddlers, located on the second floor of the main library, the Active Learning Center is a free, educationally rich children's play space that provides developmentally appropriate play activities to promote school readiness in children from birth to five years old. And the ALC is free and open to the public. Um, Keeping the focus on Broward Means Business Initiative, the Libraries Division established the Creation Station Business, which serves as a co-working hub for the public. The program offers support for new entrepreneurs and those who want to expand their business ventures. Creation Station Business provides valuable opportunities for networking, free work, and meeting spaces, high-tech equipment, business resources, and expert assistance for creating and growing a business. Creation Stations are at the main library, the Jan Moran Collier City Learning Library in Pompano Beach, and the Northwest Regional Library in Coral Springs. This past year, Broward Means Business Initiative recognized 22 businesses at the commission meetings to emphasize and reward new and established businesses that are the backbone of Broward's economy. To encourage and educate entrepreneurs on the Office of Economic and Small Business Development, it kept the momentum of hosting several Broward Means Business seminars throughout the county. These free seminars offer information on business planning, loan programs, technical assistance, and most of all, the mentoring and support necessary to begin and maintain a successful business. I am most grateful for my expertise in this area, and I hope that my participation in those programs, along with the support of this commission, 
will encourage those entrepreneurs who are brave enough to move forward with an idea and take the risks necessary to create independent financial success while adding to the overall economic health of the community we are all part of. Congratulations are also in store for graduates of the third Fast Track New Venture Business Development course. Ten students graduated this year and nine have completed and submitted their business plans. Graduation events featured oral presentations of the top three scored business plans, which may become eligible for seed money grants. Our Financial and Administrative Services Division issued 48 formal competitive solicitations as the Commission awarded contracts for a total potential amount of more than $361 million involving small business enterprises, SBEs, and county business enterprises, CBEs, or disadvantaged business enterprises, DBEs, as prime contractors or subcontractors. As I hand the gavel over to a new mayor today, I want to thank everyone who made this a successful year. First and foremost, to the public we serve. We know that when you give us your vote, we carry the responsibility of your trust as we develop and implement policies that will result in a prosperous and safe future for Broward County. I can assure you that this commission works every day to fulfill that duty, and I want to thank this board for the support and collaboration that they have shown throughout the year. Our success is dependent upon the 6,000 plus employees who worked hard to hold true to our promise of our best and nothing less. The strong state of our county would not be where it is today without the leadership of our county administrator, Bertha Henry, and her team of dedicated management who work hard to continuously maintain and improve the day-to-day -day operations of their county. Broward County is strengthened by its extraordinary community partners including our 31 cities, the Broward Alliance, the Broward Workshop, the Chambers of Commerce, the not-for-profit agencies, educators, healthcare workers, and countless volunteers who invest their time and efforts in making Broward County the best place to live, work, play, start a business, and raise a family. In closing, I want to thank my staff, Susan Smith and Lorna Carbonell, and Nikwei Johnson, for always going the extra mile and working long hours to meet the demands of the District 8 residents and the extra demands that come with the mayor's office. Not me, just the office. I'm not very demanding at all. I also want to thank my family, especially my daughters, who share the time and attention with the public that I'm dedicated to serve. Um, in addition to all the, uh, the tragedies that occurred and the uh, natural disaster this year, I was completing that doctorate degree and my kids were cheering me on every step of the way. And when we do this, we know that we're not, we're not the only ones serving, but our families are also serving as well. So I thank them. Um, I think that their love, generosity, understanding and support always keeps me striving to do the things that I do to make our county grow. It's my honor to set in motion policies and planning throughout the year that result in a better future for our children and our residents. It's been an honor to serve as your mayor for the second time since I was elected in 2010. It is a privilege to work every day to make a difference in the lives of others. And I wanna thank you for that. Um, Congresswoman Debbie Wasserman Schultz coming here today was a, a true surprise um, that's very touching and it means so much to me. At this time, I'm going to go back to the regular agenda because I can feel the excitement in the air.
And I know what that excitement is like, um, and I know what it's about, and I, I really want to um, get down to business. So um, at this time, I'm going to turn to my colleagues, and I'm going to ask, I'll open the floor for nominations for mayor of Broward County for the next year. Commissioner Rich. Thank you, Madam Mayor, and thank you for, uh, just as an aside, for making um, my first year such an exceptional one by uh, being the leader that you've been, being inclusive, collaborating, and um, caring thank about you. every commissioner's needs and, and interests. Thank you. Thank you. Um, now I have the privilege of uh, placing a very special person's name and nomination for uh, the next mayor of Broward County, and that would be Vice Mayor Beam Furr. Yay. Um, you know, surprise, right? <laughs> um, um, you know, Beam has so many life experiences that make him incredibly well-rounded uh, and prepared to take on the, this leadership uh, role as, as mayor. Um, when I look at, and some of them are kind of non-traditional, people would say, for, for, uh, um, for a person uh, who's uh, of, the, of the male gender, but I, 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 I have to say, this is it because Beam has focused so much on things that are so important to building a foundation in our, in our community and a foundation for children. Um, children have uh, issues are extremely important to him, and uh, that's evidenced by the fact that he spent, I believe, about 26 years in the Broward County public school system uh, as a, uh, and is a, he's a, a media specialist, which tells you why he continues his interest and commitment to libraries. Um, as far as children, uh, child care, as you've seen through the presentation, <laughs> libraries, literacy, um, and he serves currently as the chair of the Children's Services Council, which is um, kind of a, uh, something very close to my heart. Uh, in addition to that, uh, he has served as city commissioner in Hollywood and was focused on uh, tapping into funds to bring funds to the city of Hollywood for all kinds of important things for the entire community. And that's something I think that uh, defines uh, a Beam, that he has a district we all do, but he is very committed to the quality of life of all people in Broward County. Um, environmental issues, as you've heard by the recipient this morning of our business uh, honor, uh, has been incre incredibly important. Uh, Beam actually introduced the first ordinance uh, to ban fracking in Broward County. Uh, he was chair of the uh, Broward Climate Change Task Force, and I'm honored that I have that privilege now. But during his time, the county commission unanimously approved the, 19, the 2015 Climate Change Action Plan, uh, which we're continuing to work on now. That's a legacy that you've left, which is it's a comprehensive, actionable policy roadmap for Broward County with nearly 100 actions focused on the goals of reducing uh, local greenhouse gas emissions and increasing community resilience to prepare Broward for economic, environmental, and social impacts of climate change. There are so many other things, but I think one of the things that's very important to me and why I'm proud to nominate him is that, um, you know, we have a kind of a difficult political environment, some people would say, and Beam's temperament is perfect for this job. Um, civility is very important. To, uh, uh, to Beam, he shows respect for everyone. Uh, he's considerate, inclusive, and he cares, as I said, about people uh, in our entire community. So um, I know that uh, 
you've been left a solid foundation here by our, uh, uh, our current mayor, but I know you'll take things to new heights, and I'm very proud to be on this uh, board and serve with you and nominate you for mayor. Thank you. A nomination has been made by Commissioner Rich. Is there a second to that? Second. Mayor, not only would I like to also second that, but I'd also like to say um, not only have you run the meetings efficiently and effectively, but you've represented the county professionally, and thank you for that. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. At this time... Mayor, I'd like to move that nominations be closed. Second. Second. At this time... Sorry. Okay. So at this time, we had a nomination. We had a second. Um, this is a little bit unheard of for me. I'm sorry. We have two speakers um, who want to speak on the election of mayor at this time. Um, so I had a motion and a second um, to close the nominations. All in favor of closing the nomination signify by saying aye. Aye. All opposed? Let the, um, the, the minute secretary note that that passes unanimously. Now I'm going to call for the public speakers. Um, the first speaker is Charles King, followed by Ed Phillips. Mr. King, could you please come forward? Uh, two minutes. All right. It's nice to see this public comment allowed here. It was getting to be a little like a, a coronation a little bit. But uh, I saw in the paper over the weekend, I guess, Broward County Commissioner Tim Smith, who's, I mean, uh, Tim Smith, uh, Ryan, Tim Ryan, who's my um, commissioner, uh, was saying in the newspaper, basically, if tradition holds that Beam Ferb was going to be elected to this uh, position, and I was just wondering, like, the tradition seems to be passing over Chip, you know, as, as, as uh, someone that, you know, you're supposed to rotate this around, and, you know, I think Beam, you know, I know he comes from the other end of the spectrum, but I, I agree with what you were saying. He seems to have integrity. And, you know, he voted against the Panthers getting all that money from the bed tax. I mean, he's done, you know, I think he's less beholden to lobbyists than most of this commission up here. Um, I think if you're going to pass over Chip, you should give him a reason for, like, why you're passing him over. I mean, I can give you one of them. Putting uh, Jack Seiler on the planning commission is a good one. Um, you know, I don't know if you've been dodging uh, sewer trucks like I've been the last, uh, you know, four months. But, uh, you know, he basically took $106 million out of our water and sewer fund. And um, we're sort of paying the price for it right now. So, I mean, you know, give him a reason. Just, you know, when you're voting, just say, you know, it's not because he's a Republican that you're passing him over all these times. Just say, like, it's because he put Jack Seiler on the planning commission. Thank you. <laughs> God. Um, thank you. Mr. Ed Phillips, could you please come forward? Mayor, uh, County Commissioner, my name is Ed Phillips. And... Uh, I'm not certain the protocol here because it's been a while I've been on and off, but I do want to uh, take this opportunity to uh, recognize uh, that, the, that there's a foregone conclusion as to who the mayor will be. Having said that, I still want to make a recommendation for an individual I've known 30-plus years who has <clears throat> not only uh, talked about leadership and economic development, but also tried to inspire and show folks what it really was all about. <clears throat> Uh, this individual uh, has uh, functioned in the most turmoilic situations and still had his head high. And so, Mayor, uh, prospective oncoming mayor, <clears throat> if that is a foregone conclusion, I would still like to recommend 
a gentleman who has shown that he can inspire, that he can give a sense of hope to those folks who feel hopeless, that he can help those who have and those who have not. That gentleman uh, today that I recommend to you very highly and seriously as a former city commissioner of the city of Pompano who understands the dynamics of uh, voting in challenging situations, I recommend that you consider uh, County Commissioner Dale Holness to be the mayor of this esteemed body. And should, he, and should that not prevail, I understand there's another vote coming up. Uh, this, this state, this nation, this county <clears throat> is embroiled with perspective uh, or the challenges that uh, oftentimes residents feel that at this level you are not hearing them. You need someone who folks will feel that they're listening and then implement what they're saying. Thank you. Thank you. That concludes the public participation. At this time, I had a motion and a second and the nominations were closed. I, all those in favor of uh, Vice Mayor Fur being the next mayor of Broward County signify by saying aye. 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 All opposed? Let the record show that that passes unanimously. Congratulations. At this time, we're going to have the swearing-in of the new mayor. Commissioner Furr, will you please approach the podium to be sworn in as our new mayor? Vice Mayor Furr is joined this morning by his wife, Shelly Edwards, his daughter, Eliza, his brother, Luke, his sister, Tiffany, his nephew, Jeremiah, his niece, Carly, and Team Beam. <laughs> Administering the mayoral oath of office this morning is former Florida Attorney General Bob Butterworth. Thank you, Mayor. I think already. We're getting there. We're getting there. I think that's what you said. Okay. Raise your right hand. Okay. I and your name. I beam for. Do solemnly swear. Do solemnly swear. That I will support. That I will support. Protect and defend. Protect and defend. The Constitution and government. The Constitution and government. Of the United States. Of the United States. And of the state of Florida. And of the state of Florida. That I'm duly qualified. That I'm duly qualified. To hold office. To hold office. Under the Constitution of the state. Under the Constitution of the state. And under the Broward County Charter. And under the Broward County Charter. And that I will. And that I will. Well and faithfully. Well and faithfully. Perform the duties. Perform the duties. Of mayor. Of mayor. Of Broward County. Of Broward County. 
The, the position I am now about to enter. The position I am now about to enter. So help me God. So help me God. Congratulations, Thank Mayor. you so much. So I'm going to, well, I, I can't do that yet. Wait, now um, our new mayor is going to give his acceptance speech. Mayor? Thank you, Mayor. <laughs> uh, thank you all for, for being here today. Uh, last year I got away with a very simple thank you. Um, two words, and people thought it was the best speech I ever gave. Um, so I've already, I've already disappointed a few. <laughs> but hopefully you'll give me a chance to, to say a few extra today. I want to thank uh, Bob Butterworth for doing me the honor of, of swearing me in, and thanks for keeping those, all those uh, s phrases so short. <laughs> it's like taking a luminosity test right here in front of everybody. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Uh, Bob grew up a couple hundred feet from, uh, from where I live now, and uh, he's a fellow South Broward Bulldog, and there's a few uh, fellow Bulldogs in the house here today. Um, I've always appreciated Bob's counsel, uh, but not to mention he's probably been the best attorney general this state has ever had. And thank you, Bob, for all your service. Uh, let me start with the home team first. Uh, you can't do this kind of work without making sure that you've got a, a, a lot of support from home. And I want to thank my lovely wife, Shelly, and my daughter, Eliza, for all their support and love. Love you guys. I can't go any further. <laughs> I'm really happy to have Brother Luke here. And my sister Tiff, uh, my niece Carly, and her friend Mark, and uh, uh, some old friends. I'm glad to see them here. Them here. I'm also glad to see uh, Team Beam in the house. Yeah, I saw a few Team Beam, Beam shirts. That was good to see. And uh, I want to thank uh, Nan. Thank you so much for that nomination. That was that was that was nice. Thank you. And uh, for the fellow and for my fellow commissioners, thank you for the trust and confidence in me. I tell people all the time. This is one of the best commissions I've ever been a part of. Uh, I say that because first and foremost, we actually listen to each other. Um, I've watched minds be changed and opinions shift with the power of a good argument. And the level of discussion, the thoughtfulness, the experience, the smarts, and the respect paid to each other, that's what you want out of your local government. And that's what Broward County has. Broward County is being very well served. Uh, democracy is being well served and I'm proud to be a member of this political body. I see us as a very good team, uh, the nine of us, kind of like a little baseball team here. Uh, we have an all-star manager who's picking up trophies all over the country, yes. you know, uh, and a ref who's not afraid to let us play a little bit, but he'll throw the flag if he has to. He'll throw the flag if he's got to. We've got our keeper of the score to make sure everything keeps uh, fair and square, our ace reporter, and of course, a lot of uh, interested observers out there that are hoping we do really well. And it's going to take a really good team. It's going to take a really good team in all of our focus because there is no shortage of challenges before us. This year alone, we will be teaming up to come up with 
One, a long-range transportation plan with FDOT, with MPO, and the municipalities. We'll team up with our cities at next week's kickoff to come up with a comprehensive solid waste disposal plan where we recycle, or at least our goal is to recycle at least 75% of our garbage. We'll be teaming up with the Broward Alliance to make sure that Broward County becomes a talent hub, the new currency in economic development, by working with our educational institutions from early childcare right all the way through college. We're gonna team up with the private sector to finalize plans for the convention center, the master plan for the airports, and commence work on the plans for the port. In two weeks at the Compact Summit, we will team up with Palm Beach, Miami-Dade County, and Monroe County, and the environmental community, and sign the Southeast Florida Climate Change Action Plan 2.0, a model across this nation for regional cooperation. Having only just a couple of weeks ago agreed to sign a joint resolution with the South Florida and Tre Treasure Coast Regional Planning Councils to support legislation to save the coral reefs. We're just about to kick off kid culture that opens many of the best cultural organizations in this county to families who don't usually get the opportunities to explore their wonder. And of course, we're all going to be working hard to come up with more affordable housing options for Broward County residents. And Nan, thanks for taking such a good lead on that. I could go on, but it is obvious that the really big lifts, the ones that can fundamentally change the nature of this place we call home, require teaming up, sharing the responsibility, sharing the credit, and sharing the benefits. Perhaps most importantly, I want to team up with the volunteers, because government can't solve everything, and it shouldn't be expected to. I know you appreciate that. <laughs> um, there, are there are enormous reserves of generosity and goodwill in our community, ready and willing to help. And sometimes we just have to ask. About 20 years ago, almost to the day, um, I responded to an ad. The ad was put out by the Broward County Commission asking for applications for a program called Broward Beautiful. A be a, it was a beautification initiative um, paid for through the Resource Recovery Board, which was the old garbage uh, board, designed to encourage the planting of trees throughout the county. I was a teacher at the time with a young family and con concerned that the neighborhood we were living in was going downhill fast. And the choice I had at the time was pretty stark. We either had to get out of the neighborhood or we had to change that neighborhood for the better. This ad came up and it got me to thinking, imagining all the things it would take to redevelop a neighborhood, a struggling neighborhood, to turn it around. And I thought maybe planting trees and bringing new life into the neighborhood was a good place to start. And the grant was for $5,000, but the county, as is usual, uh, required a match in sweat equity. Uh, so knocking on every door for a couple of months, uh, we got every single homeowner uh, on the targeted half-mile stretch of road, one that was kind of void of trees, nothing in the swales, really just kind of barren, to agree to not only help plant their tree, but forever take care of it. They had to sign an agreement before they got a tree. So on Saturday morning, we showed the Saturday morning we chose to do this, we all met for coffee and donuts in the middle of the street. The police had blocked off both, both sides and heralded the arriving of all the trees coming in. Uh, so everybody got a tree, a bag of mulch, some steaks, uh, some fertilizer was dropped off at every house, and by noon of that day, in one morning, the neighborhood had taken on an entire new look, whole new feel. It looked, it, it looked great. 
the next week, a tropical storm came through and knocked everyone out flat, <laughs> flat on a pancake. And the next morning, after the winds had calmed down and the rain had stopped and the sun had come back out, I went to look at the damage and started to prop up the tree, stake it back up. Uh, and as I finished, I noticed up and down the block, others were working on their tree. And the one that, the one that they had planted, the one that they had been asked to care for, and there they were propping it up. And I realized that this is a community that can bounce back. That's the kind of community I want to live in. That's the kind of county I want to live in. One that props each other up when we need to. This year, we had to bounce back from tragedy at FLL, from Hurricane Irma, and from the tragedy in Hollywood at the nursing home. We have propped each other up, and we're a stronger community for it. Our resiliency has been tested. And we know if it is tested again, we can rise to that challenge. I look, I look forward to being your mayor this year. And I know when Broward teams up, when we share a purpose, when we pitch in together, nothing can stop us. Let's get started. Thank you very much. Okay, Team Bean. Do I get the it gavel? It is now a fish. It is not, he is so excited to Give get me that this gavel. gavel. I want you to know you can never use it. I'm ready, I'm ready. I'm, I'm doing it. It is now official. I will now pass the gavel to Team Bean. All right. Okay. Got it. Okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the next order of business is the election of the next vice mayor pursuant to the Broward County Charter, and I open the floor for nominations. I have a nomination. Tim. Thank you, Mayor. In addition to your, um, your many skills uh, and your newly elevated position as mayor, I think that uh, there was a lack of mention of your unparalleled talent as a golfer Certainly the best golfer that's ever been on the county commission and perhaps the best golfer among elected officials in the history of Broward County. So <laughs> anybody, I warn you, if you play golf with them, don't bet. <laughs> uh, I would like to place in nomination the name of Mark Bogan as the incoming vice mayor. Uh, Commissioner Bogan was first elected in January of 2015. Uh, it was his first foray into elected office. All of the other members of this uh, nine-member commission had prior political experience. But I think that was somewhat of a, of a good thing for, uh, for this commission. Uh, Mark Bogan certainly showed very quickly uh, that he knew the ropes, uh, learned the nuts and bolts of county government very quickly. Uh, he has certainly demonstrated that he has the talent as a tenacious advocate for government efficiency, uh, he asked the tough questions. His um, experience as a uh, trial lawyer has proved him well in this position. But not only that, he also has the ability to find common ground on a number of issues. And that's what it's all about. When we talk about what's happened uh, so frequently in, in Washington and the dysfunction where the Democrats and the Republicans can't get along, I think we see a different type of of mindset here on the Broward County Commission, and I believe that Commissioner Bogan 
We'll continue to do that. Uh, so it is with great pleasure that I place in nomination Mark Bogan to serve as the next vice mayor of Broward County. Mickey, then Chip. Um, I would like to place into nomination the Honorable Dale Holness for the next Vice Mayor of Broward County. Thank so, you, Mayor. Um, I think in, uh, in <clears throat> Commissioner Ryan's <clears throat> excuse me opening. He told me all I needed to know, and that was, and and with with absolutely no uh, uh, no concern for Commissioner Bogan's leadership skills, he was elected in 2015 for the first time on a dais. Uh, Commissioner Holness, whom I am going to uh, second, and would like to speak briefly about, came to this dais with me in 2010. <clears throat> I believe he was on the Lauder Hill dais when, <clears throat> excuse me, first time we met was at a. The Caribbean, uh, Caribbean Bar Association event. I was the chair of the Republican Party and a city commissioner in <clears throat> Lighthouse Point. I met you, this <clears throat> young, dark-haired guy. I don't, still don't see any gray hair in his hair. I don't know the hell he, how he does it, but you had a... <clears throat> I do recall this. I, I recall you had a, a pin on your lapel, and it had, it had a... I don't know if it was a zero or an O or what it was, but it had a it had a red and red and white striped path through the O. And uh, we, we later found out that was the the logo for our eight year two term president of the United States Barack Obama. Uh, of course, I had a Rudy two thousand eight pin on, and I thought, man, this guy has no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> um, be careful if you ever run for office and. Uh, uh, 50 state uh, or 67 counties and have a plan to get one of those states or counties. But at that point, we got to know each other a bit, and you came here the same time I did, as Barbara did, as a city commissioner who had served your, served your community well, and, and, and uh, there are lasting impressions in that community uh, from you. Uh, we haven't always agreed. We've probably agreed more, much more than we have disagreed. But I think when we have disagreed, we have done it with uh, the civility that Beam talked about and having a gentleman like Bob Butterworth in the, in the room, <clears throat> it's important that our local government doesn't uh, emulate our federal government, maybe even sometimes our state government. Uh, it is with great pleasure that I am, uh, am seconding that nomination because uh, as much as Mr. King got me to chuckle a little bit about my appointment of the mayor of Fort Lauderdale to the Planning Council as a reason not to uh, support me. It was stated last year exactly why I'm not going to be the vice mayor mayor of Broward County when Commissioner Bogan said, well, I like you, but you're not a Democrat. Um, I had considered walking downstairs and changing my party really quick just to say, well, I am now. Uh, but I don't think that my mother or Abraham Lincoln would, would live with that. So uh, it is with great pride and pleasure that I put uh, Commissioner Holness's uh, name in as a second to Commissioner Udine. Uh, Commissioner Geller. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. And this, I, I'd like to uh, rise to second the nomination of Commissioner Bogan. And let me say that this is absolutely nothing against Commissioner Holness, who I think would be a fine mayor. Um, and I think, you know, probably will be quite shortly. Um, I've known Commissioner Bogan for a long time. I've known Commissioner Bogan since long before he was elected to the Broward County Commission 
We are both actual real-life practicing attorneys, and we first met when we were co-counseling uh, a case. Um, and I have worked closely with Commissioner Bogan for many years. Um, I've come to have a deep respect for his intellect, for his ability to work with other people. And, uh, you know, I really like the guy, which I guess is a, is a question about my judgment, but that's a different issue. Um, and based on my knowledge of working with Commissioner Bogan, both as a commissioner, but for many years prior to that, I rise to second the nomination of Commissioner Bogan. Are there any other nominations? Do I have a motion to close the nominations? Do I have a second? second. Okay, we have a motion and a second to close the nominations. All in favor? Aye. Any opposed? Okay, we're going to start the first one to get to five wins, I guess, is how it works, right? Uh, so we're going to start with uh, all those. <laughs> if, I'm, if I might, Mary, I don't want to make your first meeting difficult, but. Um, oh, okay, sorry. When, when people ask that, <clears throat> that, I, that ironic and sometimes, I, would, I, I want to say difficult question, but it's not, quite honestly, it's not that big of a deal. You know, time, time has a way of uh, putting people in the, in the right place to be able to affect change no matter where that is. But when people ask that question, you know, why, you know, clearly my question was answered, but <clears throat> the question still hasn't been answered why Commissioner Holness hasn't been mayor, not once, but maybe even twice. You've been here seven years. <clears throat> you took over for a difficult situation in a district where there was concern for the future of the political leader in that district and you want a special election, you want another election, and you're going to serve two years more than I had the ability to or Commissioner uh, Sharif has the ability to. Um, so to say that in due time that Dale Holmes will be the mayor, that's just not good enough for me. I've worked with people that work with Dale in, um, in, in his district, uh, Commissioner Phillips, former Commissioner Phillips, Commissioner Portier prior to that, uh, commissioners in Deerfield Beach, commissioners all around this, this county. And again, um, enough is enough. I get it for me, I understand why, um, but I don't get it for Dale and I'm, I'm it's Commissioner Bogan, with all due respect, it's absolutely uh, no challenge to your intellect abilities, but like you said, you got here in uh, 2000, started in 2000, uh, was it 15? Um, I just, I think it's time. And uh, I would strongly encourage our commission that, that uh, wants to always separate ourselves from Tallahassee and Washington. Um, it's, not, it's not for the reason you think I might be saying this, but uh, it's for a real dedication to this community and to leadership. Um, we asked the county attorney a lot, of, a lot of questions with regard to ethics. Can I do this? Can I go to this place? And we take a lot of calls from people in my, in my district, but we look at the numbers and <clears throat> nobody has uh, more calls for service outside of the mayor's position than Commissioner Holness's district. Now, I'm not willing to give him any more money than the other eight commissioners, <laughs> but I do know that he gets by with a, lo a lot more with less. Thank you. We have one. Uh, yes. Since I made the motion and I wasn't sure we were doing whole speeches, I, I just figured I'd make a motion like we did last year. Um, I just want to, you know, be on record that Commissioner Bogan is qualified to be, be, be vice mayor. This is not a personal thing. I wor enjoy working with him. I enjoy working with his staff. I was elected one year ago. I don't know any of the history back channel. I only figured out why you were 
not passed over Tell chip it. because, uh, right, because I'm smart. I figured that one out on my own. Um, there are certain things we do as an elected official, and we study them, and we look at the facts, and we look at the logic behind it, and we look at the numbers, uh, and that's how I try to conduct my life. Then there are other decisions in life that you make and that you have to make, and they may not be easy, but it's just the right thing to do. And in my opinion, this is the right thing to do. I'm not, I, I don't want it to be a controversial pitting one commissioner against another. They're both great. I, you know, it's just, this to me just feels like the right thing to do. And I just want the public to understand that that's why I've nominated Dale. I've, I don't even agree with him on all, all his issues. I'm not supposed to agree with him. But I've never seen anybody as tenacious as he is for the things that he believes in. And he represents a segment of the community that, through no fault of their own, hasn't been represented on the mayor's dais after years and years. And I can't see why. He's a gentleman. He's always been a gentleman to me. I don't care about elections or politics. It's a contact sport. But this, to me, is the right thing to do. So that's why I've, I've nominated Commissioner Holmes. Anybody else like to speak? Could we have one person requesting to speak uh, from the audience? Uh, Max Chambers. Uh, we'll time. Good morning, uh, former mayor, Commissioner Sharif. Good morning, new mayor, Bean Fur, and um, county commissioner. Good morning to you all. Uh, bring greetings from the beautiful city of Miramar. As you know, I'm a newly elected official and re-elected official again, and re-elected in March of 2016, so. Congratulations. 2017, I'm sorry. So um, I want to say on behalf of the entire Miramar City Commission, we want to wish you all the best for the upcoming holiday season. And on behalf of my 138,000 residents, we bring greetings. I just want to say um, I'm here in support of Commissioner Dale Holness. And yesterday I had the privilege of um, attending one of my um, firefighter retirement, Mike Green. He's been with us in Miramar for 15 years. And I should say Mike Green, I met him 30 years ago at um, MTV. I was a subcontractor doing cabinets, and he was a subcontractor doing painting. Mike 30 years ago is the same Mike today. Um, Mike took sick while on the job at Miramar, and for a year he couldn't work. And all these colleagues, they step up and work every shift for him. He never lose a day work uh, of pay. So saying that to say this, uh, Commissioner Holness, Mike didn't ask for his workers to work for him. They stood up and worked for him every shift. Firefighters sign up, they didn't know him, they sign up, they work the shift. Uh, Commissioner Holness is not asking for anyone to work a shift. All he's asking is the support to vote him in as vice mayor. I think he deserves it. He's been uh, a standing city commissioner here in Borough County, and he's been an upstanding city commissioner for years. So I'm here in support, and I'm asking to support Commissioner Holness for vice mayor. Uh, my city will gladly accept your support. So I think he's been here a long time. He deserves to be vice mayor. Thank you. Thank you, Commissioner. Thank you so much. 
Okay, we're going to take these in the order that they were nominated. The first one we are going to vote on is for Commissioner Bogan. Um, all those that are in favor of Commissioner Bogan becoming vice mayor, raise your hand, please. Four, five. That ends it. Um, so the ne next vice mayor will be Commissioner, uh, Commissioner Bogan. Um, Commissioner Bogan, would you have like to say anything? I'd like to follow in the footsteps of my uh, new mayor. Thank you. Appreciate the support. <laughs> it's a great speech. It is a great speech. Thank you, and I'm sure you'll do a great job. Uh, before we, we're going to go into a recess, but before we do that, there's a couple things I want to give to our outgoing mayor. And uh, if I could, if you'll stand up there with me. Very few people get two of these, but she has one. Do you have one on your wall, or do you have one on the desk? Doug gave me a crystal. Oh, okay, okay. He spent um, more money. Right. This is. Uh, he did. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. he's got more money. He can spend more money. Uh, <laughs> this is a gavel for for your wall. Uh, it says Barbara Shreve. Thank you for your service as mayor. You've done a great job. You've represented us all well. Thank and thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, got to do the pictures. And in addition, there's one, a couple of things uh, uh, in addition to that. Um, all of us know if you, that you've been on Twitter. I think you have like 18 million tweets this year or something like that. Um, and and the twiddle hander is, your Twitter handle is at best mom. And one of, the, one of the premier artists in Miramar actually did a painting of you, and I asked him for the rights to do this. Um, so, because you because you've been at best mom for all of us, these are these are all for your daughters because you've you've done nothing but you know you've done uh, nothing but great stuff for your daughter. It, the uh, at best mom, they will not forget you now. And this is, that's for all your daughters. Thank you. And uh, the the artist's name is Jamie Preston. It's his yes. birthday today. Oh, He's, happy and so, birthday, happy Jamie. Jamie! Yeah, and you have the rights to to use that wherever you want. Yeah. And lastly, and lastly, because you worked so hard this year, this is a day at the spa diplomat at the diplomat. <laughs> so just take a take a day, relax, you do whatever you want to do. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Thank thank you, you, so thank you. Thank you. With that, we're going to take a 20-minute recess. Um, if the commission would stay nearby, so we can do some group photos, and then we're going to come back and do some administrative duties. Okay. Okay.
you'll teach me how to use that clock. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I will. So he's an older brother? Younger. Younger brother? Okay, we're going to call this meeting back to order. You all ready? Which one's yours? So far, so good. And everybody's gone and not much to go. We're fine. Uh, for those of you in the audience, uh, please silence your cell phones. And I'm going to do away with the rest of it because we're not going to be doing most of that. We ask that those in the audience respect the views of those speaking today. As such, we do not allow any applause, cheering, booing, or catcalls during or after a speaker's comments. Uh, commissioners, the consent agenda today consists of items... One through six, I believe. One got added, right? Yeah. One through six. Are there, does anybody want to pull anything off the agenda? No. I love that. That's so good. Uh, do I have a motion to approve the consent agenda? Do so I have a second? We have a motion and a second to approve the consent agenda. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Consent agenda passes unanimously. Mayor. I just wanted to find out on motion to amend number six. What is the change in the December schedule? Didn't have a chance to recognize that. We have a we have a workshop um, on the fifth next uh, the next commission meeting at twelve thirty. That's the cha that's, that's the, the change. change. That's on there. My apologies. Yes, that's a, that's going to be. You're you're right, uh, Commissioner. That is also um, a change that would be from two to four p.m. on the twelfth, after the uh, joint legislative and county commission workshop. Any other questions that's on correct. with regard to the calendar, Commissioner Marco? Um, Mayor Team Beam, <coughs> I am. I have a, a long. I had a long-standing. Uh, commitment on that day. I'll do my best to get here for part of the workshop, but the uh, Flight 19 ceremony at the Naval Air Station Museum is, is at that same time, so I'm going to run over there and okay. get back. Is that on the 5th or the 12th? The 5th. Okay. Commissioner Geller. Thank you, Ms. Mayor. I may have missed this. What is that workshop on? Which one? On the 12th or the 5th? On the 5th. On the 5th. On the fifth, I can, I can come Okay, go ahead. The, we're going to be looking at a uh, program that's going to be putting Broward on the map uh, using uh, modern analytics program, taking a list of all of our goals and, and looking at how uh, we can visually make be able to tell the story to Broward County, what we're doing, as well as uh, be able to see the performance indicators on every goal. All the departments are right now populating that, so we're going to have a chance to take a look at that on that day. I, almost exactly. That's exactly right. And we had brought this up months and months ago, and the administration had taken the lead on that. And so I hopefully, uh, I think all the staff is busy populating all the data for that. And it's going to be an opportunity for us to kind of weigh in on how we want to tell our story. Uh, and when we want to um, let the public know what we're doing, how we're doing, what progress we're doing on all of those different goals. So that's, it's going to be a pretty interesting workshop on that. Anybody else? Okay. Um, 
I think that is all we have. Uh, we, there's nothing on the regular agenda, right? Move Correct. On agenda. Start your agenda. Time for the mayor's okay. report. Time for the mayor's report. <laughs> mayor's report today. I am thankful for all you guys today. Thank you for putting your confidence and trust in me. And uh, I'm going to leave it very short today so we get to lunch. <laughs> I'll start, though, with um, Commissioner Geller. Not agenda. Uh, thank you, Mr. Mayor. Um, tonight is I'm doing a town meeting in Weston. This will now complete. I will have now done town meetings in all seven of the cities I represent. And tomorrow, um, I have invited the uh, city managers, um, mayors, and city commissioners from all of the seven cities I represent to a lunch at a Broward County Park that we are providing lunch. I've notified the press about the meeting. We're expecting probably 15, uh, 15 to 18 of the mayor's managers and mayor's managers and council members uh, to join me for lunch tomorrow. So uh, finally, last thing I want to say is to uh, congratulate our outgoing mayor, to congratulate you on your election and our outgoing mayor, uh, again, first year on the commission. and. Uh, uh, you certainly made the trains run on time and the meetings run in a uh, smooth and businesslike fashion. Thank you. Commissioner Holness. Yes, first let me acknowledge my aunt Vivian Holness McKenzie, uh, who came all the way from Jamaica to uh, offer support. <laughs> and uh, congratulations, Mayor Farr. Thank you. Team Bean Farr. <laughs> Uh, and, and thank you, outgoing mayor, for your service uh, over these years. And congratulations to you, Vice Mayor Bogan. And let me thank my colleagues who offered uh, to support me uh, for vice mayor. I appreciate uh, uh, your support. Uh, we, uh, I might not make it to the lunch. Uh, if I do, it will be brief. I still have some uh, funeral arrangements I, okay. I have to make. Uh, but again, congratulations and great success. And you know, I'll continue to work for the people of Broward County. And, and certainly I'll continue uh, to focus on, on my district that is so much in need of uh, so much. We talked this morning about 3.3% unemployment rate. But there's still parts of this county that has 20 plus percent unemployment rate and high poverty and how we as an elected body and as a community ensure there's prosperity for all our people and no one's left behind is really how I think time will judge us again thank you Commissioner Lamarck thank you mayor um, Commissioner Geller once you finish your other cities of the seven you can grab a few of mine <laughs> I'm sure a few other ones here will would love to have you have a town hall in their district um, I just want to uh, remind uh, folks, first of all, I uh, hope everyone had a happy Thanksgiving. We had the opportunity to spend some time with, with family. Um, tonight is the 55th annual Christmas on Las Olas, or the lighting of the, the street, uh, if anyone is down this way. Uh, Sunday, if anyone is near Commissioner Tim Smith, Ryan's district, uh, <laughs> over in... Uh, in You're getting Eula, a lot of mileage out of that chip. It was pretty funny. In uh, Eula Johnson uh, Park, formerly uh, Lloyd, Johnny Lloyd Park, there will be a ceremony, uh, as there is every year, on Sunday at 2 p.m. honoring uh, 
the uh, anniversary of Pearl Harbor and laying of the wreath, a wreath in uh, at Port Everglades. Um, and Commissioner Holness, you're welcome to. I'm sure you're welcome to bring your aunt here. It's your party, and I'm inviting people. Yeah, but uh, I, I want to. I, we we under, we understand, and we've we've all said it. But it's 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 difficult. But we're here. Um, and Mayor, uh, good luck. Vice Mayor, good luck. Um, I want to first uh, thank the mayor for uh, having your lunch in, in beautiful District 4 at uh, the Bonnet, Bonnet House. <laughs> Only other place I could have uh, seen it happening is at Birch State Park, which is just across the way. Um, but uh, good luck and we'll have a good year. Thank you. Thank you. You ready for me? Yep. Okay. Well, first of all, I just want to say that today we had the honor of having Kelsey, um, Miss Florida, um, Teen USA, for Miss Florida Teen USA here. She's Miss Broward County Teen USA, and she's going to be competing in December um, for, to represent Broward County. So please, um, if you'd like to follow her, you can go to my Facebook page and also make a donation for her run. Um, I did on behalf of us already, but you can uh, make additional donations if you like. Um, I had her take a picture with Broward County and let everybody know that Broward County is supporting her in her run. Um, I attended the Florida Association of Counties Legislative Conference in Sarasota on November the 15th through the 17th, um, as well as had the pleasure and privilege of doing the ribbon cutting ceremony um, and the greetings at the Chinese Lantern Ribbon Cutting Ceremony in um, Commissioner Holness's district. The Chinese Lantern Festival is being held from November 21st through January the 15th, 2018 at Central Broward Regional Park. We need everybody to go out and support that because we're trying to keep that festival here in Broward County. It was in Miami-Dade and then Palm Beach before that. And so we want to make sure that they stay here in Broward. I took my kids on Sunday. It was amazing. Um, it's located at 3800 Northwest 11th Place in Lauder Hill. Um, and then the last thing that I participated in was the West Park Feeding the Needy um, Thanksgiving Feast. And I just want to say that, you know, Thanksgiving was a, a great holiday for us because, you know, we're not um, starving and we're not homeless and we're not always hungry. So the, it was a good um, opportunity to give back to those in our community who are less fortunate. I had the opportunity to give away 155 turkeys that day and forgot to buy mine. And um, <laughs> so anyway... Um, we had a great time with the residents of West Park, Miramar, and Hollandale. And um, Mason Jackson at Career Source Broward does a fantastic job. And they had an entrepreneurship training program that ended in a competition like Shark Tank. So they had um, investors and they had the seven entrepreneurs present. And um, it was at the Broward College Innovation Hub. And it was a really good thing to see. Five of them won spaces in the hub and the other two will get support. So anyway, that's that was that completes my report okay. and, and my week as mayor. <laughs> and mayor, congra congratulations um, on becoming the mayor. I'm sure you'll do a great job. And to those out there who are watching, don't worry. I'll poke him if he goes too long or if he lets anybody go too long. I'm have to move but over you guys will do just, just fine. So thank you. Thank you very much. Vice Mayor Bogan. First of all, again, uh, Thank you, uh, Mayor Sharif, for doing such a great job for the past year. Um, I look forward to working with uh, Mayor Furr, and I appreciate the support I got for uh, being chosen as vice mayor, and I look forward to working with everyone. Thank you. Commissioner Ryan. I think this morning was a um, 
a reflection of the the independence of this county commission and um, the democratic process and work uh, in a truly uh, political forum. Uh, one of the things that I've always appreciated about this county commission is although there are disagreements on, on issues and uh, as we saw this morning disagreements on who would be selected as the vice mayor uh, moving forward and I say this in particular to uh, the newly elected members the three that are just been here for a year this is the first time you've seen it um, but most years we do have a, a contested uh, discussion with regard to the election of the or nominations for uh, the the vice mayor. So it wasn't different, but I, I think it's it's refreshing that in this democratic process we can have that discussion and then move forward and work together. And every year uh, that I've been on for the past five years, it's worked that way. So um, I'm completely confident that that will continue to be the manner in which can, we conduct ourselves in the coming year. Uh, congratulations to both our newly elected mayor. There was no surprise with that to the golf pro and, uh, and to our vice mayor. And um, I just wanted to, um, to reiterate the admiration I have for all of my colleagues here on the County Commission. Thank you. Commissioner Udine. Thank you. Um, I want to congratulate Barbara Sharif on a fantastic term as mayor of Broward County during some trying times. You were a very stabilizing, professional, classy face cool. of Broward County. I also happened to be at the uh, Florida Association of County event uh, up in Sarasota, and there were so many little yellow buttons saying voting for Barbara for NACO second vice president that I was walking around wondering if there was even another candidate until someone said it was NACO and not the Florida Association of Counties. So I look forward to helping you continue to flourish in that role and I'm sure you're going to win and be the second vice president in ACO, and then eventually you'll be the president of the National Association of Counties. And please remember us little people. <laughs> I want to thank and congratulate uh, Mayor Furr, Vice Mayor Bogan, for their professionalism, their service, and their what I know will be their steady hand in moving the county forward uh, and, and making sure that we're doing what is best and appropriate for the almost 2 million residents of Broward County. Uh, I'm here to help in any way that I can, and I know that you will, and I'm excited for the future of Broward County with you two gentlemen helping to lead the way. Um, on a more local level, uh, I want to thank the four cities in my district, Tamarack, Parkland, Coral Springs, and North Lauderdale. We held a mayor's and manager's lunch where I sat down with all of the mayors and city managers from those districts. And uh, I paid for the lunch, so I didn't even have to run it by Drew. I paid for all of their lunches. <laughs> I guess they'll run it by their city attorneys. And we, um, we really had a good dialogue, and they told me that was the first time that they had ever had it in their district like that, in such an intimate type setting where they could yell at me, I could yell at them, we can, we can pat each other on the back where we needed to. And uh, it, was, it was something that we look forward to doing at least semi-annually as we go forward. At their request, they wanted to make sure that they have good positive relationship with the county. Um, <clears throat> Sunday, December 3rd, and then this is the last thing I'll talk about. Uh, last year, we had the Rizzo Walk in Northwest Broward in the city of Parkland. 
Anthony is back Sunday, December 3rd, collecting money for the Rizzo Foundation. In the last year, since we've did the walk from year over year, they've raised multiple millions of dollars, the foundation. They've used that for uh, charitable hospitals, cancer hospitals throughout the country. And, and I'm happy to say this year, Anthony and the foundation has donated money to put lights on the field at Douglas Stadium. So he's, his alma mater baseball stadium will now be lit up at night so that they can play night games uh, in Northwest Broward. Anthony is a Broward resident. He's a proud Broward County resident although he doesn't like to drive down this far, so it's hard for me to give him a proclamation because he's always, uh, I have to bring it to him. But since the year over year, past year, he's won the Man of the Year Award for Major League Baseball and the Roberto Clemente Award, which is one of mo the most prestigious awards in sports. Uh, and he's right from Broward County. And right on cue as to how Anthony handles himself, when he won the Clemente Award, he donated all the funds from that award to Puerto Rico Hurricane Relief. So it's this Sunday in Parkland, if anyone's around. It's an amazing event. There's tons of Major League Baseball players there. WWWRizzo44 is the uh, location if you want tickets. Thank you. Thank you. And that's a great idea with the uh, city managers. Uh, Commissioner Rich. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Thank you. <laughs> and congratulations to you and to uh, Vice Mayor Bogan. Uh, and I loved your analogy of the team because baseball is my favorite sport. Good. <laughs> and I do remember Roberto Clemente well. Uh, so uh, anyway, uh, I like that analogy. And, and uh, I, I feel that we are a team here, uh, not only the nine of us, but uh, also the people to my right and, uh, and all of your colleagues. Uh, we do make up a team together. So thanks to all of you. I was going to do hats, but I thought that took a two before. I just, I just want to mention, uh, I'm leaving in a few minutes to go to Tallahassee. Um, and I, I want to thank um, uh, Barbara Sharif. Uh, I was not able to go to the Florida Association of Counties meeting uh, this past, last week um, because my daughter runs, uh, this is the third year that she has run this fabulous um, program and luncheon to raise money for debate in Broward County Public Schools. And uh, Thursday was the luncheon, so I had to be there, good mom, and be there with her. And be so, I'm so proud of the fact that Broward County Public Schools has a full debate program in every high school, every middle school, and 31 elementary schools, and the alternative schools. And the, the best part of the whole day was this, uh, these two young men who have just been doing this for a couple of months because they're at the Pompano Alternative Center and they've never had debate or done debate before. And uh, they took on Flanagan High. <laughs> and I don't know. <laughs> to tell you, they're, they're, they're certainly a team to be reckoned with. So, uh, but anyway, I couldn't go. And I had called um, Ginger Delegal from the, from the Florida Association of Counties because I represent the Florida Association of Counties on the statewide affordable housing work group. And that's where I'm going. I'm going to Tallahassee. This is the last meeting. We do our recommendations. And I had asked um, the Association of Counties to uh, uh, proffer a resolution on affordable housing because the number one resolution uh, recommendation that we've had in all of these meetings from everybody who's spoken to us, uh, put um, a public comment on the website, has been the same thing, full funding of Sadowski. So I, I, I want to thank Barbara for helping to make sure that that 
passed there, and the, the resolution is, uh, it's a long resolution, I won't read it, but it says, a resolution of the Florida Association of Counties requesting that the Affordable Housing Work Group recommend that the legislature use all Sadowski state and local housing trust fund monies solely for Florida's affordable housing programs. So I will tell you that almost every group that has, has either spoken or is part of the work group has done a resolution. Last Friday, when I received the work group, uh, the, the book for the work group meeting and the resolutions, uh, draft resolutions are in there, there were a lot of good things. There was one thing missing, full funding mm. of Sadowski. And um, so uh, I'm going up there and I'm uh, kind of ready to take it on because uh, we there are a lot of good ideas were in the workbook having to do with uh, more more um, money being directed to special needs, to uh, homeless, to hurricane victims. The problem is, with what money? We don't. We can't meet the demand now, and this would be robbing Peter to pay Paul. This would be making taking money from from maybe our Alice population, 44 percent that doesn't have housing stability. <clears throat> excuse me, financial stability. So uh, we, we, this has to be the recommendation, and I have, uh, it, I, I know that there's great support for it, um, but the, the and, and anyone who would like to contact uh, the governor's office or uh, anybody with the Senator Negron, uh, because it's their representatives that are the only ones that are not supporting this, and I understand it, because they want to be able to take the money, rate it, and use it for what they want. But the statute says that it's to go for affordable housing, and we've lost so much as it is, and I, I would urge you know, anybody to, uh, to do that. Uh, we're hoping that this will be the recommendation, and then when session starts beginning of January, uh, everybody's direction is going to have to be on uh, lobbying, advocating for these funds not to be swept and to be used for the purpose for which they were intended because we drastically needed here in, in, in not only in our community, but in all 67 counties. So, Thank you. Thank you, Commissioner. I'm going to go back to one thing real quick. Um, with the regard to the non-agenda item, the additional material uh, that shows all the boards on here, did everybody, did everybody get one of these? Yeah. Okay. If you would, if you could put what your prefer preferences are, and if you could get that to me by Friday, and then hopefully by next week or the week after, I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll do the appointments. Um, yeah. County yeah. Auditor. Yes, yes, still put it on. Even if you're on there now, put it, put it on there. Okay. I, I know that. I know that. Just put, 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 I know you did. I know you did. Put, put what you'd like. Um, County Auditor. I'd like to add my congratulations to the new mayor and vice mayor. Thank you. Thank you very much. County Administrator. Yes, on behalf of the uh, department and office heads, Commissioner Holmes, we extend our condolences. Um, very difficult to talk about, and and we know how difficult this must be for you right now. That we just stand ready to support you in any way that we can, and then also congratulations to our mayor and our new vice mayor. Thank you, County Attorney. Just a repeat of what Bertha said, Commissioner Holmes. Our condolences and congratulations. Thank you. Commissioner Martin. You know, it occurred to me as we were passing platitudes about Roberto Clemente and baseball and that, pre that previous analogy you made, Mayor, that, you know, the, the manager of our team, Ms. Henry, who's been well decorated I by know. her industry, 
um, and the the assistant manager um, for the for the team. Let's shift over to to uh, football, and just I, w- I wanted to point out though that and I don't want to insult my my dear friends on that side of the uh, of the dais, but you know the the what, what do we call what do we call Drew the umpire. Well, I, I, it, I, umpire, I was mixing metaphors. I well, the, 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 on that one. So anyway, the umpire or the referee right, right. Um, and Commissioner Ryan and Commissioner Udine um, had, a, had a tough Saturday. But every year, every year, the uh, University of Florida and, the, and Florida State University, no matter how bad they are, which this year is a good example. Mayor, that, th- this they, is out of order. He's already they, spoken they once. Play. Uh, so, I, I, so I, to, I don't to, want to, to see him recognized a second time. To, uh, <laughs> Commissioner Geller uh, is, 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 is doing the chop. So just wanted to point that out. But good luck okay. with, the, with the new year. Okay. Do I have a motion to adjourn? All right. All right. Let's go eat lunch. All right. <laughs>